Yep, Ramil here, and I am the Inebriated Genius. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, that's tuning in and have been tuning in since the first episode. Just want to go ahead and get that out of the way. I um, want to give a major shout-out to my guy, Ray, who stopped through last week. Definitely opened up the eyes, some eyes to some new things that um, people have been wondering on. And um, right now, don't have any new announcements on anything. Everything's pretty much still the same. No new projects as of now. But um, did post my new readings up on my IG, so definitely check those out. And to be honest with y'all, I really thought this was going to be a very slow week for content, but god damn it, I was wrong. I was way, way wrong for this one. We got a lot of shit to talk about today, people. Um, I'm just, just me, solo dolo today, but I'm definitely going to still give you the same insight, same mentality, same information um, with a different twist and or you know what I'm saying whatever uh, I come with as I'm speaking to you guys um, first thing I'm going to start off with is another fashion company decide that they want some black outrage to create some um, media frenzy and or drive sales which is Burberry Burberry uh, did a runway shoot with a noose tied around one of the models neck as part of fashion um, first of all I've never seen a noose tied around anyone's neck for fashion that's also have never um gone over well at this point in time as far as when it comes to racial sensitivity in this country everybody knows that this country has a dark and um what's the word i want to use for it a dark and unaccountable history as far as when it comes to slavery so things like that are very sensitive to the black community and also anybody else that um, understands the plight of the black person. So, yeah, Burberry only did that shit, just in my opinion, just to create um, black outrage, with a, which amasses sales, because these companies have repeatedly told us over and over again that um, they necessarily don't want black people rocking their shit, which is fine by me, because once again, that shit is all based off value. If you if you value Burberry at a high rate, then you should you might be upset. But if you don't like me. You really don't give a fuck because the shit is not really made for me and or for anyone else that's black and or in the lower economic condition. So we really don't rock shit like that. Granted, Burberry is more affordable than, oh, say, a Gucci or a Montclair or a Prada. But at the same time, that shit is not hidden like that either. Like I tell y'all, like the cheapest shit that I have, most of the t-shirts, and I'll rock them bitches over any day compared to... A Gucci or anything like that because that shit and half that shit don't even look good just to start that off but all these companies are doing are just basically telling us that they don't want hood niggas and or niggas from the hood rocking this shit and or females like they don't want this shit period so the more outrage we get the more boycotts we call for like let's just stop let's just stop buying the shit don't boycott just stop buying the shit like and a lot of this shit like with Gucci Montclair even Burberry to an extent to the shit that I'm sure that they was trying to push and this is first world shit so people that's not that don't have the means to buy this shit really don't give a fuck because you can't really protest what you can't afford you can't protest what you don't buy in the first place so just keep that in mind like if you feel a different way you feel like people are reaching I have heard people say that or you have felt that black people get up in outrage and don't do anything else about it that's your opinion well my thing is if you don't like the shit don't buy the shit it's just like music. If you don't like somebody's music, don't stream that shit. Like, just simple as possible. Like, save the hate. Just don't buy the shit because we know companies like that are affected more so by the bottom line than they are about any kind of black outrage and or backlash that they will get from the world. And all that they're going to do is release a statement 
and they're going to teach tra uh, diversity training, which isn't no real shit to me anyway. So let's keep that shit in mind, people. Um, the other thing that happened this week that um, had a few people talking about, not many, is that uh, Colin Kaepernick settled his um, NFL lawsuit as far as with his grievance, which in hindsight was really a wrongful termination suit if we just want to be serious about it because the simple fact he felt like he was blackballed from playing a sport and he hadn't done anything wrong which is true but we all know why it wasn't based off talent it wasn't based off um, media perception or anything it was solely based off him protesting um, the injustices of black and brown people in America and also the backlash that the NFL was getting from uh, the president at the time who shouldn't involve himself period but Terms did not come out. Um, they're up under NDA, and if, and if you know anything about an NDA, it's pretty much to where like whatever happened in that courtroom and or that boardroom happened. That's between whoever else was in there, and that's it. Like I believe that the terms of the deal should actually be released so we can see exactly what happened because I don't want people to go around thinking that Cap sold out his causes because he got the money. But my thing is when you fight for a cause that hard and you get the money, you put that money into your causes to improve the communities and or the people around you. Like, I mean, granted, he already had the money from Nike, but when it comes to fishing, fixing certain community things and or policies or procedures out here in this world, you need the more money as you can get to continue to push that shit forward. So, all pieces to that, brother. Hope that he got everything he's looking for. Um, People are asking whether or not he was going to get signed or not. I necessarily don't think so, but I think the NFL should because it'll make their case look better and also it'll bring more buzz in the, to the NFL. Granted, it probably don't need much of it, but and I just think the man should just be back on the field if if that's what he wants to do. I'm not sure if he just want to go out and go ahead and continue to be a martyr by definition or by whatever you might feel it means, or does he actually want to come back and play football? But that shit remains to be seen, and um, I just wish that brother moving forward, him and everybody else that's in his camp, um, the other thing about it is that maybe they settled the case to make him go away or they settled the case to prove that, you know what I'm saying, to help that collusion case on their end. I'm not necessarily sure, but it's looking like it's paying and go away. But I hope that's not the case. And plus he hired, um, I think Mark Gergos was his attorney who was an actual um, entertainment attorney more so than the civil rights. So maybe he was ready to collect his due because he do getting a certain percentage of whatever the NFL is going to pay out. And hopefully some of that money is also being going to the know, his Know Your Rights campaign and also to other various uh, charities that also donated to him in the beginning. So shout out to that brother once again. Now, after that, this is when the content really starts to get real as far as what was going on during the week. Um, what popped it off really was um, Tristan Thompson cheating on um, Khloe Kardashian with her sister's best friend, Jordan Woods. Now, if you just break this shit down from just sim in the most simplistic form possible, that nigga Tristan really trying to get out from under that Kardashian label. Because there's no way you can tell me that all the women in California, all the women in Cleveland, which you play and or live most of the season, or all the women in Canada, which you're fucking from, but you had to go and get the best friend of your girl's sister? Come on, bro. That's some of the dumbest shit I ever seen in my life. Now, money, power, influence does persuade, persuade behavior. Also, 
let's not give Tristan all the all the uh, flack because the best friend is at fault as well. Like she could have said no, and he could have said no. But like I said, when motherfuckers want when motherfuckers want to do something, they're gonna do some shit. So let's just get keep that shit straight as well. And Tristan has been caught up with cheating like previously while Courtney was pregnant, which shit didn't go over well. But she kept that nigga, then she took him back. My nigga literally don't care no more because right before that, not, uh, right before the story about Jordan came out, another story came out about him taking two girls in the back room of a um, Valentine's Day party that one of his teammates threw. My boy, like I said, it's either you don't care, you may have a problem, or like, I just don't know, man. But it looks like Tristan did some shit that my pops told me about back when I was 16 years old. My pops told me, son, never get comfortable doing shit you don't supposed to be doing in the first place. Technically and truthfully, you don't supposed to be cheating in the first place. But once you get caught cheating and your girl forgives you multiple times, it becomes, you know what I'm saying, second nature that she's going to always forgive you. Now, that's some shit that you don't supposed to be doing. Like a lot of people don't even believe in the idea of a, what's the word, a traditional relationship. I don't know the insides and outsides of that shit, but it seems like Chloe did, but he didn't. So my boy was out here wild and he really don't give a fuck out here in these streets. Plus, you know what I'm saying, in certain parts of the country, being how tall you are and being where you're from, motherfuckers are going to recognize you, my boy. Like, you won't keeping up with the Kardashians. You're going to get recognized basically off that if motherfuckers don't know you play a sport. Like, come on, bro. Like, But we shouldn't be surprised by this because he left his first girlfriend, Jordy C, for Chloe, who was way better. But, you know what I'm saying, like I always say about niggas that fuck with the Kardashians to an extent, most niggas are groupies trying to come up off that name as well. So, just be real, maybe Chris, Tristan was at the time trying to build his own brand, didn't need it. I'm pretty sure he's set for life as far as with the money he's made for hooping, probably and or endorsements. But, you know, sometimes niggas want their cake and want to eat it too. But, then again, it is their cake, so really can't be pissed off about it. Alright, so we got Tristan out the way, talked about Burberry, um, talked about Cap, and... Um, Recently, we talked about this on the last week's episode about the uh, Justice Smollett situation. That was at the point in time where me and Ray, you know, was trying to figure out was it real or was it not real. In the beginning, anytime that a person said that they was a victim of a hate crime, anytime a person said that they was violated based off their race, um, gender, and or orientation, you have to listen to them. Like, it's insensitive to, to not listen to anyone who are giving you plights of each community. Now, from the beginning, a lot of people said the story felt suspect, and I really didn't have too much of an opinion, but I did want to support him if that shit really and truly did happen to him. But as the reports came out over the weeks, shit became more and more and more and more suspect as fuck. Come to find out, my nigga paid two people to kick his ass and or to beat his own ass. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of Jim Carrey and Liar Liar when he beat himself up in the bathroom. I don't fucking know, man. But at this point... His ass was arrested and charged with um, give, basically giving a false police report. Now, a lot of people saying they feel sorry for him. I don't because you make decisions based off what you don't make temporary decisions that has long term uh, consequences. And that's exactly what he did. Because word on the street is he did the shit based off contract dispute with the show. Motherfucker, that's the point. Walk off the set. Don't show up to work if you're fighting over contract money. Don't put this kind of energy out there because that shit always comes back on you. You should know this shit by now, my boy. You are a grown-ass man. There is no excuses to, to do some shit like this. 
And let's just keep it real. We got to keep that same energy with that guy because lying like this, and plus he said that it was um, two white males wearing MAGA hats, knowing that the MAGA hat in this country, in this day and age, is a trigger for anybody that don't fuck with Donald Trump. And the fact that he's gay and the, fuck, and the fact that he's black all check the boxes, which will make somebody want to pop off in his support in Chicago. So let's just say if a white person did some shit like this and said two African-American men attacked him wearing all Black Lives Matters hat, it'll be white people all over the streets trying to fuck up people and those that's black and also in Black Lives Matter. But we flip it, and we would have done the exact same shit if we would have ran across two white men in motherfucking MAGA hats talking that, talking that shit about him. Somebody was like, he put motherfuckers at risk. Like, granted, somebody else could have, like, a, uh, somebody could have been rocking a fucking MAGA hat. Don't mean they did that shit to him, but it's a fucking trigger. And shit like that is what caused, you know what I'm saying, people to end up in jail for no reason. Or, and or, like, Emmett Till end up dead for no reason. So, I don't know, man. Like, I, I constantly say shit like that is not worth it to me. Um, he made it sound like he'll never get a job again if he's not on Empire. And plus, nobody really watches that shit like that anyway. So, come on, boy. You got to be smart now. But he's denying that he lied about the shit. My thing is, at this point, with all the, all the uh, shit that Chicago PD got, hey, bro, I think it's just time to go ahead and tell your story. Whether, you know what I'm saying, you want to or not. Try to He didn't try to jump out in front of it. But I should have known this shit was going sideways when he called himself the gay Tupac. I knew that shit was a reach. 100% knew it was a reach, but like I said, you have to support people who are who saying they are being victimized by certain things now. It's either it's on you to believe them, but you at least have to hear them out, and that's what we did come to find out he was lying. I don't think he's going to get quote-unquote canceled for this because, you know what I'm saying, this is we live in a social media attention-grabbing era, so within the next week or so, some other shit are going to happen, and we're going to fuck around and forget about Jesse within the next month, especially when this motherfucking Michael Jackson documentary come out on HBO, which is uh, definitely um, suspect as well, to be honest, because the two guys that they're focusing it on were, you know what I'm saying, on trial and said the shit that didn't happen under oath, you know what I'm saying, all that type shit. Settlements, basically saying that whatever we settle for, that's what happened, but once again, I got to keep somewhat of the same energy because if that's what they say happened to them, I can't, you know what I'm saying, totally deny that because one, I wasn't there, and two, I think it's important to hear everybody out and then make your assumptions and or your decisions based off the information that's given. But granted, we all know what this is about. Same shit, kind of, kind of the same way with the shit that happened to R. Kelly. But some of this shit is about ratings and exploitation of the people, not actually trying to help anyone. Now, I don't know because Michael is dead. So there's not really much you can do. And the family has decided to go ahead and file a $100 million lawsuit against HBO. But HBO, standing tall, got the, got the bread already said that they're moving forward with this shit. So it ain't too much that, you know what I'm saying, the family can do at this point outside of just taking the court, either win or lose with that. But who the fuck knows? We'll see how that goes within the next couple of weeks. I think it airs um, March 7th, 8th, somewhere in that area. But who knows, man? I, I don't know. It's been a crazy fucking week. As I stated. And um, just when I thought the week was slowing down. Oh man. Shit just got even fucking better. Got a whole lot better. I didn't know it was going to get this better. And I'm going to tell you why. Everybody knows that when it comes to football. The Patriots are somewhat the gold standard. So it's whatever that they do. They do it well. And they do it better than anybody else. That's the reason they have won 
You know what I'm saying? Six Super Bowls in the last 19 years, which is impressive. But lo and be goddamn ho, the owner of the New England Patriots got busted and arrested and charged for solicitation of prostitutes out of a massage parlor. My guy, Robert Kraft, you 76, I think, plus years old. Granted, I'm pretty sure that when you're up in that age, I have no idea and that you want some ass from time to time. I get that. But, bro, you worth billions. There is no way, no fucking way on earth that you are worth billions that you take your ass to a massage parlor and pay cash and get you some head when you could definitely could have got somebody, um, some female that's just walking around that's, that you can, you know what I'm saying, flash that money to and go for it and got to the same head that you would have got that massage ball. Granted, I'm not sure the massage was even part of the deal. But the fact, this this look, this shit looks like a fucking scene out of what would have happened in Rush Hour 2 if they wouldn't have tried to kick Ricky Tan's ass. This is exactly like what Carter would have did if he wouldn't have, if he wouldn't have went up and uh, talked to Ricky Tan and broke that down computer. But um, he, him and his people already came out and said, you know what I'm saying, we didn't do it, no, this shit is false, no, blah, blah, blah. Granted, Another story came out that hey, Robert Kraft is not the biggest name that got busted. I want to know what that other name is, to be perfectly honest with you. And if it's in Florida, strong possibility. I'm just talking. I don't fucking know. It could be Tiger Woods. I don't know. Could be because Tiger hang around, you know what I'm saying, billionaires like that. And, you know what I'm saying, judging by his history, he might have been all up in that motherfucker. But they got all this shit on video, apparently, of everybody that was coming in, in and out. So I'm pretty sure he's just going to, you know what I'm saying, pay his way out of this because that's one of the things about being uh, um affluence, affluence person. And, hey, man, more power to you, Robert. Next thing, the best thing I can tell you, stay out of the motherfucking massage parlors. Heaven on Earth, if that's the name of it, definitely stay out of there and just get you um, your nice 45, 50-year-old wife that'll go ahead and touch you up from time to time. You know, since your wife already, you lost you lost one wife, and then you do shit like this, bro. So make sure, going forward, all that static come to the house. Don't you get your ass caught up nowhere in public like that. So I really thought, once again, that, you know what I'm saying, the day couldn't get no crazier, no better, uh, no more peculiar than it already is. And come to find out, the goddamn shoe and the hammer had dropped. R. Kelly ass has been charged with an additional 10 counts of uh, sexual abuse to minors. Seen it coming. I seen the shit coming. But, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers were still out here, including him, um, acting like this shit wasn't real. This shit wasn't, nothing was going to come from it. Nobody was harmed in the making of those videotapes. And lo and behold, the LA, I mean, Chicago PD got a hold of another tape that has him having sex with a girl that's supposed to be 14. And not only is she supposed to be 14, this dumbass says loudly on the tape, I want that 14 year old ass. Come on, bro. Another nigga that got comfortable doing shit he wasn't supposed to be doing in the first place. Granted, I'm trying to figure out when motherfuckers gonna stop trying to protect him from this shit now. Because this shit didn't hit the fan. That's twice. Like, even for the fact that you've been charged with this shit multiple times, should let you know that anywhere where it's smoked, there's definitely motherfucking fire. So let's just put that shit out there right fucking now. He turned himself in the police last night. Um, they got pictures of him walking in that bitch looking like he is like boys and men say at the end of the road. And what he should have did is did exactly what Russell Simmons did if he figured that some shit was coming. Because I'm pretty sure he was well aware, well aware that the Chicago PD was on his ass. Because we knew, because they're reporting this shit every two to three days. What he should have did 
who's got enough money to get the fuck out of the country in a non-extraditional uh, part of the world and probably should have stayed because that's exactly what Roman Polanski did. Low-key, that's exactly what fucking Russell Simmons did because Russell has stepped down from every company and has sold all his homes. His daughter, his daughters are here and he's still on IG chilling but motherfuckers um, has really forgot about Russell because, you know what I'm saying, the stories have died down. But Russell is in Bali, if I'm not mistaken. He's technically saying he's on a spiritual cleanse and also on a spiritual trip. I'm not going to deny anyone's faith, but at the same time, Russell, we know why you're that, my boy. You, you feel some shit is coming. But hopefully, you know what I'm saying, with this R. Kelly shit, he gets exactly what he deserves at this point because, like I have been saying, I'm not an R. Kelly defender. Do I like the music? Yeah. But do I like it enough to, you know what I'm saying, condone some of the shit that he was doing? In this situation, I was talking to my boy about it. There's different ways. I cannot differentiate his art from the person completely because who knows who those songs were about. Maybe those songs like seem like you're ready. Your body's calling. You remind me of my Jeep. You know what I'm saying? Even the original ignition. How, how do we not know they weren't about underage girls? He gave us AJ nothing but a number standing in the background of Aaliyah's album cover. Creepy as all the fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be bigger arguments because some black people still feel like he's being taken down by a much higher power or some shit like that because people still do believe in the Illuminati and shit like that. I just believe in energy and karma, which means when you do shit you're supposed to be doing, messing with underage girls, denying it, um, abusing women. I have to say allegedly to all this shit because he hasn't been found guilty of anything. All that shit comes back. And like I tell my friends now that's um, trying to make uh, different strides in their life and or have done things in their past that you know so they don't know where it's coming from I always tell them karma comes back in many forms just because you did one bad thing does not mean it's going to come back to you bad in that exact same way and I'm a full experiencer of that shit so and um I don't know we don't know where this is going to go he fought his last trial for five years and I've never seen nobody fight a trial that long outside of you know what I'm saying Ruben Hurricane Carter so I hope those families get the the peace that they're looking for. Hope those women that's been victim, victimized get the redemption that they've been looking for. And maybe R. Kelly enjoys jail. Something like Bill Cosby. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows if R. Kelly can go to jail? But one thing I do know, if he don't go to jail, he need to get the fuck out of the country. And most people probably, and most fathers probably would have killed R. Kelly by now. If they were their daughters and or, uh, you know what I'm saying, nieces in those situations. So R. Kelly probably would have been dead in most situations. But they say hard to get to, but he always out. So who the fuck knows, man? <sighs> I don't know. It's just a, a, a crazy-ass world that we fucking live in. And I just hope everybody's doing the work necessary to help improve it along the way. And there's something else I want to say, I want to talk about before I go ahead and um, update y'all on a couple other things as far as with social media and what's coming next for the uh, for the episodes and podcasts in general. So I was on um, social media last night, which I'm definitely trying to cut down on being on because that shit literally drains a lot of my energy. And plus, building this platform that's a necessary tool. It's a necessary evil in general because that's where I get a lot of news from. That's where I get a lot of content from. That's where, you know what I'm saying, I have to grow brands and promote other projects that I'm working on. But um, Amanda Seals came out and was talking about this guy who she mentioned on The Breakfast Club and and also mentioned on her uh, podcast, Small Doses, that he was, you know what I'm saying, very sketchy as far as the way he treated women. And you know, she said without even saying his name, she got hit up by other women and they were explaining the fact that he was the same way toward them 
and or just outright disrespectful. And she didn't even call his name up until last night, which I kind of figured that's who she was talking about because when she said he was a Rose Scholar, I've only heard of, you know what I'm saying, two or three black men being Rose Scholars in general. And I, I looked up the list and I was like, oh, all these dudes seem like they're outside of Amanda's age range, which is, you know what I'm saying, anywhere between, she's 37. I'm pretty sure she'll mess with anybody from 37 to 45 up in that area, something like that. But, you know what I'm saying, I just want to let all my, my guys know that, you know what I'm saying, we have to continue to grow our mentalities. We have to improve our behaviors. And we have to recognize when we're wrong on a lot of things. Because she was saying dude showed up to the door with a female butt ass naked and she thought and the woman thought they was going on a date. Like not only is that miscommunication, that's very fucked up out here in these streets. Especially when the woman didn't want that shit because it's just wild as fuck. Cause I was watching um school days, um what was that, like two days ago, and how Big Brother Almighty sent his girl in there with one of the pledges so he can lose his virginity. Bruh, that's fucking rape. Forcing a woman to do some shit pretty much against her will. That's fucking rape. That's rape culture, 100%. But, you know what I'm saying? But that's if you go back and listen to like old music, watch old movies, you will see how the times are different as fuck from what they are now. I think people are a little bit too sensitive now, but at the same time, motherfuckers was wilding in the... Uh, in the 90s and in the early 2000s. Like, motherfuckers was out here tripping out here. And, you know what I'm saying, growing up in that area, I was taught a lot of fuck shit that now that I'm spending the last year and a half unteaching myself, which includes shit about, you know what I'm saying, relationships, sex, um, what else that I'm actually out here, uh, religion, you know what I'm saying, society, you know what I'm saying, about myself, just in general. Like, we have to continue to grow and evolve. We cannot stand put in one um, main in one mindset because we're going to get lost in the shuffle at some point if we're not willing to accept our flaws and overcome them instead of just standing at one spot. But that's why, you know, my overall message with that is when your friends, you know what I'm saying, tell you that they're trying to do the work to improve, trying to do the work to get better as a person, don't laugh at them. You know what I'm saying? Don't discourage them. Be like, that's good. You know what I'm saying? Keep up the work. Make sure that they don't hold them to the uh, accountability level that they're holding themselves to. Because I have experienced over the last year and a half by trying to do the work almost two years that motherfuckers will laugh at you if you go from, if you come from one way and trying to go another direction. But I've also learned that that has nothing to do with you. That also has a lot to do with other person's insecurities and or the ability to see the forest beyond the tree. So, that's just it is what it is, people. All I can just tell y'all to do is continue to grow, continue to educate yourselves, and to continue to uh, just be better people out here in society. Don't get caught up with underage women. Don't get caught up in brothels. Uh, don't beat yourself up by two fake Nigerians. How you, how the fuck you scam a, scam a Nigerian? You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, man. Just uh, make sure that you don't act off other people's um, actions. You just, you move the way that you want to move. You do the things that you want to do. Because as you can see, like, shit is getting wild and wild out here, my people. So just always make sure that you're protecting your energy, protecting your peace, growing, evolving, reading. You know what I'm saying? Doing what you got to do to get to the next level. Whether that next level is more money for you, that's another level of happiness for you. 
or uh, is it travel, whatever it may be, just continue to grow and be better as you get older. And try to stay out of the uh, out of the uh, peripherals of police officers. Oh, and by the way, I normally don't talk about a certain uh, shit that I be watching. I always say I'm going to catch it when I can, but half the time I really just be saying that shit that they move motherfuckers along. But the Umbrella Academy on Netflix that I've been watching this past uh, week, dope as fuck. I got to finish it probably tonight after I finish recording because I ain't got shit else to do. But definitely, that's something I um, definitely got interested in. And also, um, I meant to do this on the last episode, but it was um, one of my followers um, DM me, and she said that she's now um, managing as far as an up-and-coming rapper. And she asked me to check it out and see what I thought about the song and or, you know what I'm saying, what the potential of him may be. And I told her whether or not I like it, I'll definitely, you know what I'm saying, give you know what I'm saying them a shout out because I know as what it's like to be a creative and starting off from you know what I'm saying from the bottom and you know what I'm saying doing you know what I'm saying shit like this so which is definitely in the people business so I understand so if y'all could y'all can go over to YouTube and check out this song by E Reels that's E R E E L Z and it's called When I Was Young produced um I really can't say the producer's name but, um, yeah, so shout out to them. Hope that young dude do what he do. I hope uh, his manager push forward with him. I hope they grow up and blossom. Just want to be one of those people that's trying to support anybody I possibly can as far as when it comes to uh, content creation because I know how difficult this shit may be. Um, oh, yeah, last thing before I go. Your boy's back in the gym. I'm trying to drop this weight, man, that I have been uh, carrying around. Got these bad NFL knees. But don't worry, I'm uh, definitely going to be getting back right. Uh, my man's, uh, Jalil, got me right. He was on the um, the applicable, applicable Applications episode. And he also wanted me to shout out his uh, fitness page, which is uh, body underscore, I'm sorry, is build underscore a body lil. Um, or you can just uh, find his uh, other page, athlete turned artist. Uh, real name Jalil Harris, based out of Houston. Um, he also has an app. To where if you want to work with him, he'll build the workout for you and he'll just update the app um, and you go straight from there. So he don't have to, you know what I'm saying, talk to you just and some of the shit you will have to look up. But once you if you don't know what the workout is, it definitely takes you to a YouTube link to show you exactly what you have to do. And um, just supporting my man with that move because and he also working on my artwork for um, the podcast, which will be coming soon, hopefully, because we always um collab for a long time when it comes to that creative process and any other um you know what I'm saying graphic work that he has to do like we're we're very uh, tedious when it comes to that type of thing cuz we want to get that right but remember um to love each other take care of each other grow evolve once again that's pretty much been my overall message of this episode um you can definitely check out the new books that I just posted on my social media which is on IG and or Twitter as the Black Tar Heel 24, that's B-L-K-T-A-R-H-E-E-L 24. It's about 12, 13 books that I just put on there, and that's only half of them. Um, the Brothers Book Club is still going strong. Um, we're reading uh, Crazy Love by Francis Chan, which is based on the relationship that you have with God. And just make sure, people, just be safe out here in these streets. It's been another episode of Near and Grand Genius, and please remember, I'm not the genius you want, but 100% the genius you need. Thank you for listening.